0: Welcome back. It's our second video podcast here on the Twisty Pod, and I didn't even fully recognize it until right now, but we are back with another Raspy Pod. Yes. That's right. I'm giving you the raspiest voice that hopefully is not the most nauseating to listen to. I think I'm like slightly catching a teeny bit of a cough. And honestly, it's probably just from a weakened immune system from a year of quarantine. But I digress. I'm vaccinated. Don't worry. But anyways, I hope it's not too annoying to listen to. I'm one of those people that loves a raspy voice probably one of the reasons why Miley Cyrus is my all-time favorite queen of my heart. I mean, multiple reasons, but we do love her raspy voice. But hopefully it's not too nauseating. And if not, just watch the video podcast and mute me. <laughs> just mute me. Just Hopefully you understand how to read lips. But so good to have you back. I'm back here in my little corner and I'm probably realizing that the video might not look identical to last week's setup. And that's because this is a rookie video podcast. And I'm constantly shooting myself down and just, you know, not really, um, you know, giving myself enough credit for doing this. But I'm like thinking, okay, you know, does it have to be identical to the spacing as the first one? Can we have a little bit of liberty, a little creative freedom? Maybe that's the way I'm going to get around it. I'm just going to pretend like this is all intentionally different. So if you're wondering, yes, the answer is that this is intentionally different looking than the first one. And you know what's so funny is I am getting notifications on my time hop from this time last year, which is, I think, a little bit early, but right around when I was really trying to renovate this room to finally make it into an office and not just a spare bedroom. Because if you weren't following me then or you just hadn't been aware, I used to have this room in our apartment as kind of just a guest room, which really did serve us well, especially the first year or so that we lived here because it constantly felt like We were the Airbnb for our friends. Like everyone would come over here. It would be like a cute little bed and breakfast. It was a really hot and stuffy room, I'm not going to lie. And I think people would kindly ask for a fan, you know, to sleep with because there's no windows, obviously, in here. And I don't even know if there's, there might be a vent. You know, there's in fact a vent. It's right above my head. But either way, it would just get kind of stuffy in here. But regardless, it was just a nice place for people to actually, you know, have a sleepover, as weird as that sounds. Actually, it's not weird at all. I love myself a good old-fashioned sleepover. I used to be a sleepover whore, like just full-on my favorite thing in the whole flipping world. So when I heard of adult sleepovers and I could host them in my own apartment, I was sold. Game on. Let's go. But after a while, you know, I started to realize I, you know, obviously got furloughed. Then YouTube sort of came to take over my life and I got tired of working in my not even dining room kitchen table esque because really it's like probably just as big as my arms, it's very, very small, and there's just no room for any other space for me to have a desk anywhere else. And at a certain point, you realize, okay, well, I'm spending money on rent for this extra bedroom in our apartment that I'm not even using, I might as well renovate it. But I was literally, and I will admit this now because. I'm not above it anymore, but I was so stubborn to use this space because I am such a window snob. I kept telling Keith, no, like I know it's a good idea. I know I should use this space wisely, but I wouldn't because I was refusing to work in another office that didn't have windows. And that's just so ridiculous and silly, but I just realized how much I prefer and almost feel like I need natural lighting. So I kind of fought it for a really long time. Then finally I realized, you know what, this is stupid. I have a spare room I'm literally not using. And because COVID was in full force, COVID, what the heck just happened? Because COVID was in full force, I do have a stutter. That's something I'm actually quite nervous about Um, sharing in a full podcast video form. I try and hide it quite well when I'm (laughs) on <laughs> when I'm filming and when I'm just, you know, beforehand was doing the podcast. It's not super evident, but it does come up when I'm nervous. So hopefully it's not too bad thus far. So, anyways, as I was saying, um, I finally realized I needed to use this space and I kind of didn't really plan out like what I wanted it to look like, which was sort of silly. I knew I wanted, you know, a desk, perhaps a fabulous idea, perhaps not. Uh, I knew I wanted like something kind of cute-ish like I needed mirrors I needed plants I wanted to make it very green so it felt like there was windows-esque that doesn't make any sense but (laughs) here we are and I kind of made this whole like a little gallery wall now I hate pretty much every piece I chose and maybe that's just like me growing up and my design interest changing and not feeling like I'm living in a college dorm anymore. You know, perhaps I should get rid of furniture I used throughout my entire college experience. However, you know, we love a good hand me down, hand me down, you know, and I was just trying to ball on a budget. So I did what I could and I found like the cheapest, most difficult put together desk. I threw things together, made it this way, and I never really thought much about it ever since I put everything in here, you know, because I would just come and I'd sit at my desk and I'd work on the computer and I'd leave. Like I wouldn't really hang out in here. And now that I sit and do this video podcast, I sit and I look at literally every single thing that I don't like about this space. I'm critiquing every little corner. I'm thinking how and why I should change it and what little things I can move around in my budget to make it work or how I can DIY something. Like I'm just nitpicking, pulling every single thing apart, but that's totally my own fault. Like I mentioned, I want to get this all changed behind me. Still haven't done anything yet, but that's the story of my life. I'm trying not to be one of those um, says they're going to do everything type of people and then never does it. But I have realized in some ways that is a bit of my personality because I have high ambitions and oftentimes just I don't want to categorize myself always as just a lazy gal because I'm not like I, I am, but I'm not. I'm a simple gal, I think. Maybe that's the difference. I digress. But I hope that you liked this whole new setup. If you haven't tried out listening or viewing the podcast on YouTube, go check it out. It's kind of a fun, like different experience if you're into that, if you like just kind of sitting down with somebody else or not feeling like you're alone. I know I always mention this, but that's why I myself am so obsessed with podcasts because I hate being by myself. I hate being alone. So when I'm Just kind of feeling like I need a friend, or I'm just feeling like, you know, maybe Reese isn't going to respond back to me when I'm constantly talking to her and asking her so many pressing questions. She just doesn't answer. (laughs) Then I turn on a podcast, and a lot of times the video podcasts are really nice because it feels like I'm hanging out with people, or I'm just, I don't know, catching up with an old friend or something, even though I'm just watching or or listening to a podcast and that sounds really, really pathetic when you phrase it like that. And I don't mean like I'm just totally all alone all the time, but, you know, like just because of how things were going in the world and Keith was away, I was just always here in the apartment by myself and I really miss coworkers. So in a way, podcasts have become my coworkers, I guess. But Yeah, I I think I just loved, at least thus far, seeing your comments on the last video because it was finally the first time I was able to get immediate feedback from you all in a very visual spot or maybe where you can interact with other listeners. That's kind of the cool thing about a lot of podcasts that I listen to. It seems like they have uh, a lot of fans or people in the community that listen to the podcast that also meet friends from just listening to the podcast as well like just two people who would have never found one another because they live across the world but they share this common interest of listening to the twisty pod who would have thunk so anyways I hope that you enjoyed it if you haven't already you can subscribe to the channel it actually would mean so much to me because it's it's still really new it's like my little tiny baby a lot of people were asking oh my gosh I can't believe I just said that (sighs) I received a few DMs from people asking what was their best way to support me or what is my preferred way of people trying to engage with the podcast? Like, do I care what streaming platform they use? Does it matter if they want to watch on YouTube or if they want to watch or listen, you know, on Spotify, whatever? And my honest answer is it really does not matter to me whatsoever. I'm flattered that you even want to watch or listen in the first place. So starting there, first and foremost, like that is all that matters to me. The fact that you even want to listen is seriously just incredible. So I don't I actually don't mind like do whatever you prefer. I think that down the line, it would be really cool to have the video channel Oh my God, the video channel. What am I saying? The- it would be really cool to have YouTube as the main platform just because, you know, it, it feels to me like a really great way to be expressive in front of you and actually interact with that without me just, I don't know, sitting on this couch in my pajamas. I was this close to wearing Ninja Turtle pajamas, like this close. And then I was like, oh, it's episode two. Like, is that too early on? It might be. So we're going to probably ease into it. But I think that's like a common, you know, news anchor TV podcast thing. Not news anchor because I'm sure they're a lot more professional than I am. But (laughs) just only having good attire up here, like total zoom mode and then PJs on the bottom. I'm still wearing PJs, just not the infamous Ninja Turtle pajamas. So we're almost getting there. But yeah, if if you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, et cetera, um, that is monetized because that's where I'm able to release different advertisements, I suppose, through my hosting platform. So if you listen to that, then it is getting a little bit more uh, coin, if you will. But I, I like I said, I, I honestly don't care. And that's not why I started the podcast for monetary reasons. It's like a nice little salt and pepper, you know, on your little entree, I guess. But I don't mind. And honestly, uh, the YouTube platform works the same like my channel does where you need a certain amount of uh, milestones in order to have your channel monetized. So this channel is not monetized right now. So if you don't even like listening to ads, you might as well watch on YouTube until it is monetized. So Then you don't have to watch them or you avoid them altogether. But literally, it doesn't matter. I just appreciate you wanting to listen. It means so much. And either way, I'm happy that we kind of have this new little element and I'm totally just leaning into it for now and trying not to stare at my broken lights on my wall. I had, <laughs> I had this thing for so long where I, uh, I couldn't work in this office unless I turned on these ridiculous little twinkle lights on my wall. Like it was... One of those testing techniques, you know, where you can only take a test if you're using a certain pen or I actually have lucky testing socks and fun fact, I use them through most of my high school tests. Like whenever I would take a test in school, I would wear these infamous socks. They're like light blue with um, a cat on them and the cat has an underwater helmet on. So it looks like he's underwater water. It's a really bad description, but they're really funny socks. And I don't know why, but instantly, you know, you, you get a good grade on a test once and you're like, it was the socks, like have to blame it on the socks. Thank you, God. So ever since then, I always wear those socks whenever I was taking tests and somehow it became like known in my family that, the, that those were my testing socks. And then when my sister was studying for her bar that she just took in, oh my gosh, when was that? maybe April or so, when she just took her bar, she placed the socks next to her every single day on the desk that she was studying at because she wanted the, you know, pseudo good luck voodoo whatever from my socks that hopefully were going to give her, you know, good luck for her test. And lo and behold, she passed the bar, baby. So is it all in her brain or is it all in the socks? You tell me. She's gonna kill me for saying that. No, I'm kidding, Ash. You're really smart. We're so proud of you. Congratulations. But we also love the socks. So I digress. I have lights that have a similar effect on this wall in this office. And they require a lot of batteries. And batteries are expensive. So I completely used them all up. Haven't changed one set of the batteries. And I wonder if, you know, I've just I've been off my game. Ever since I haven't replaced the batteries on the lights, I really need to order more. <laughs> That's sounds so pathetic. And there's another string of lights that just randomly the other day fell down. And there's two of them. So one of them looks great. The other one is just totally messed up and it totally is messing with my, my mojo over here. So that, on top of many other reasons, is why I've just been feeling very, very out of it and different this whole week. And truly, I kind of procrastinated filming and recording this podcast for a whole number of reasons. And I was trying to just let the storm pass. I was hoping that I was going to be in a better mood or I was just going to feel a lot less anxious by the end of the week or it was just going to kind of flow away, go away from me. And it really didn't. But then I was thinking, you know, just like the video that I recently shared where I talked a little bit very, very briefly about my anxiety or anxiety that I was having that day, it's sometimes something that you can't just brush over. And it's also important to not just brush over, you know, important topics like that, because I'm sure many of you experience very, very similar weeks or days when it just doesn't ever feel like it's going to end. And, you know, you have to, unfortunately, with the way like our our world works you kind of have to just deal with it at times in order to get your job done for your manager or you have assignments due for class or whatever it is you still have to kind of keep trucking along and it's not always ideal but you do what you can so that's that's probably why I feel like a little bit more melancholy today and yeah I was just kind of thinking you know what like nobody wants to listen to me when i'm not my usual taylor self and i feel like i do take a lot of um pride in that or maybe just feel like it's a bit of my identity to be this more bubbly more energetic fun <laughs> giving myself all these compliments energetic kind loving amazing selfless humble beautiful No <laughs> kidding But, you know, like I I feel like that's a little bit of my identity in some ways is to always give you like me at my best or me just always being positive. Uh, Hopefully, at least maybe you think of me like that. Maybe you don't. I don't know. But I sometimes think that's all that I should present myself as on the Internet. And that's fine because that's genuinely who I am. And that's not an act in any way. But if I never showed you or talked about days like this or if I just never addressed my anxiety in general, then I would be brushing past a huge part of who I am. And also, in some ways, I would think if I never talked about that, then the Taylor Woods that you subscribe to or the Taylor Woods that you're watching through a video camera or you're listening to on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whatever, is kind of just a character at that point because she's not somebody who has real emotions or has raw bad days and shows you that, you know, it's just becoming this person and this persona that you can portray on the internet. And it's kind of weird, you know, how much you want to share with people online, even if you aren't somebody who makes YouTube videos, just what you choose to share within your own personal circle on your Instagram, on TikTok, whatever, it reflects what people remember about you if they haven't seen you in a while it's the way that you present yourself to the world and it's kind of strange because you know you can see some people start to grow up and you can see some people start to change you watch yourself change after so many years of just I don't know maybe thinking the same way if you lived in the same town growing up and blah 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 blah. but anyways it's so strange like I I obviously share so much of my life online and I choose to do that because it's what I enjoy and I want you all to feel like I'm showing you, you know, more of me than just my workout routine or whatever. Like I want you to actually know a bit about my story and actually feel like a teeny bit more connected to who I am. Not like in a horribly parasocial relationship sort of way, but just have an understanding of who this person is that you subscribe to or watch, or whatever. But it's it's also difficult because even since I started my channel, I can fully, 100% say that I have changed significantly. And I hopefully can say that in a very positive way. Like I'm proud of the change that I've made that I've hopefully evolved as a as a better person. Because even when I started my channel, I was 22. Oh my gosh, that makes me sound like I'm really... Oh, that makes me sound like that was forever ago. It really wasn't. I'm 24 right now. But I started my channel when I was 22 years old. And it was the summer after I graduated from college, which if I even think about who I was in college, I mean, I wasn't a completely different Taylor, but I definitely was very naive and I had definitely really skewed. I keep saying definitely. (laughs) when I get nervous. I think I use the same words. You get nervous when you're going to open up. But yeah, so I think about who I was in college and I'm not disappointed in who I was or anything, but there's definitely areas of growth. Like, for instance, the one thing I can think very pinpointedly is my perception of my health and my fitness journey. And I've shared this in depth before, but just plain and simple to summarize it as it is, pretty much ever since I was a teenager up until... I'm honestly going to say like eight months ago. From that period of time, I was constantly stuck in this cyclical cycle of leaning into believing and maybe even ignorantly promoting, even just within my my friends and my family, uh, diet culture, toxic diet culture, and just really negative habits about myself, my eating, my diet, et cetera, my fitness routine, all of these things. And I had no idea. Like I didn't know better. I was a constant um, example of what the media or society has portrayed diet culture to look like on young girls. Like that was me to a T. I listened to everything that you were supposed to buy. I listened to every fad diet you were supposed to try, you know, like that was who I became and it wasn't a good thing i'm not proud of it in any way but it was so subconscious in my mind after only knowing that as my truth as my truth <laughs> it's not i mean it is that deep but it's also not that deep it's really funny because i i almost didn't know that i was stuck in that trap because it became just my personality it became all that i was Uh, For years, because I hadn't unlearned any of those really terrible, terrible things until I, I don't know, made some more changes. I did a lot more research. And even when I started my YouTube channel, I was still in that really horrible mindset. And it makes me sad to think that even when I was starting to share videos online and I was reaching audiences outside my own personal world, my own circle. Even when it was just small numbers, that was dangerous because I'm putting out information that I didn't even realize was so toxic because I was stuck in that cycle myself. And I think I've tried at least, maybe in a really bad way, and maybe I should be doing better. But I feel like I've tried to explain myself when once I've you know woken up honestly and realized like, hey when I was sharing this, like that was wrong. And I've become so much better when I realized this is how I'm supposed to be feeling my body. And this is the way to take care of myself. And I've taken down videos that I just no longer agree with, or I, maybe I accidentally shared something that was wrong or or whatever. And I'm not saying I'm on some high horse or whatever. (coughs) Hang on. And I'm not saying I'm perfect. I'm not saying I'm sitting here on some high horse or something. But what I'm trying to get at is that I feel like in some ways I've definitely sought out to correct my wrongs, at least in in my own eyes. And maybe they're like really minor wrongs to you, but they feel like huge, big wrongs to me. Just maybe even accidentally saying like, oh, hey, you know, I wait, what's I have a good example, actually. I remember I used to think that every single morning you had to drink Uh, like lemon water, lemon water or lemon water with apple cider vinegar. Honestly, without even properly doing better research on it myself, like I heard it maybe probably once or twice from somebody whose body I probably admired, whose fitness routine I admired for whatever reason. And then I did it myself. And then I'm pretty sure I probably put it in a what I eat in a day or some sort of video like that, as if I fully understood exactly what all of these things were doing for me and there's actually really great benefits to apple cider vinegar and, and lemon etc but also a lot of that has been debunked and I think just even saying those two drinks kind of kind of resonates with diet culture in my mind now and that's not saying that they're bad in any ways but I I find it so weird because sometimes I think, wow, like I share so much of my life and things online very, very openly and that's great and I'm so blessed and lucky that I get to do that. But then I think at the exact same time, wow, like that's kind of scary because I share those things at a really young age. I'm still really young and every single day I'm growing, I'm learning and I'm changing and it's really, really hard and weird to change on the internet. And I'm changing as somebody who's 24 years old. It's not like I've been online since I was 13 or something, you know, and you've watched me grow up for the past nine years, you know. It's really been just two years of what I think of is substantial growth. You think of somebody that maybe you watched for years on YouTube, like I think Alicia Marie or Remy Ashton. Those are two girls that I I didn't really watch YouTube, like kind of in the height of their YouTube careers, like Schoolisha and and whatever, you know, Remy's, I think she did lots of story times. I think those were her old videos. I was never really a big YouTuber, especially at that time, or like a YouTube consumer. But I have really liked a lot of their content lately. And sometimes on their podcast, even they'll go into depth about how they've done huge rebrands for their content and the, their rebrands reflect who their personality is in real life, not the people that they were portraying online. Because even like Alicia and Remy, like they are, I don't know, I think they're like 26, 27, 28, something like that. So obviously they go out and they have fun and they party and they go to clubs and they drink. But on the internet, they were like these squeaky clean girls who didn't even know what alcohol was. And they were doing like back to school videos at age 27 just because that's what was making the money and there's nothing wrong with that whatsoever I mean that's what people do for work that's it's totally fine but I think there there came a point when they wanted to reunite or not reunite I guess recreate uh, their identity online because they wanted it to align more with who they were evolving into and even more so with Remy she very openly and honestly very courageously shared a lot of her Fitness journey very, very publicly throughout the entire time that she was doing it. And that's a very brave and hard thing to do because a lot of people love to do a year long transformation video. You know, it's one video, it's 20 minutes long. You talk about how you lost weight in this past year. She took the route, however, where she basically would break it down and give you updates as it was happening. And a lot of people do that now. And I think that's fantastic. And that's a really authentic and transparent way of expressing maybe some ups and downs as you go out as you go through your journey and I think it really built her a really trustworthy and loving audience but she's even gone back and criticized some of the things that she shared at that time or maybe even before she even started her health journey when she would post certain videos that just maybe weren't promoting the most healthy diet routines or just in general, it was just kind of misleading to her audience and it wasn't promoting a good, healthy, balanced lifestyle. And I want to say, I think, I could be so wrong on this, but I want to say it was her And Whitney Simmons, who I saw post very similar videos, maybe mimicking one another, but they posted videos where they followed and mainly critiqued their old what I eat in a day videos because their old selves, maybe four or five years ago, posted these videos where they're sharing what I eat in a day and it was restrictive. It was kind of breaking down really bad habits that they can only see in themselves in retrospect that they didn't notice in the moment but they still chose to share those videos and they published them online because in the moment they didn't realize what they were doing maybe was harmful to a certain type of audience or maybe they just didn't even know that they were doing what they were doing i don't want to put any words in their mouth or assume anything because i'm not i'm not in their shoes but from what i remember it was just their reflection on these videos was hard on themselves because they were sad that they were ever at that point in their journey and that they shared those certain things very, very publicly online. And I mean, I'm on such a smaller scale than them, obviously. I mean, subscriber count, but also timeline on the internet, you know? And even now I can look back and be like, oh my gosh, like, not only can I take down embarrassing videos that I originally shared and somehow thought were appropriate for... <laughs> content for the internet like just me like dancing around in my pajamas on my bed like why did I think that anyone would want to watch that but then also even just things like the apple cider vinegar thing like there's nothing harmful about that but is it exactly the right thing to be constantly sharing as if it is going to immediately lead to weight loss if that's what I'm saying it it is doing in the video like no that's that's bad that's horrible and I had a comment recently on I think my last video and it was kind of the reason that sparked this whole interest in me wanting to talk about this right now but the comment basically said something like you know I'm a little bit confused like you share healthy lifestyle content all the time but then you would make a comment that would say uh oh you used to adhere to this ex bad habit that led you down a bad path like I'm sort of confused like what is the 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 we, we are missing the mark like what's going on and I think maybe what I didn't do a great job of it, of explaining in that video was a lot of these habits that I'm telling you all were horrible were from my teenage years or from my early early <laughs> my early 20s as if that was so long ago <laughs> No, it was, it was years ago. Like I mentioned how I used to be literally scared of eating egg yolks because it was a trend or it was, I don't know, promoted in in diet culture to begin with that you shouldn't eat egg yolks and egg whites are the only things that really provide the most protein. So don't have the yolk and blah, 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 blah. And I used to make my mom have me eat only egg white omelets or whatever. And she's like, what, this is so stupid. Like you're wasting the yolk. Like, what are you doing? And I was like, no, I can't eat it. Well, like, It's just, it was bad. And I, I should have explained that better in the video that when I'm saying these habits were extraordinarily harmful to me, this was what I believed years and years and years ago. But however, even so, if I'm, if I'm sharing that online, it's hard because I'm still constantly learning and I'm still constantly growing. And I could even watch this podcast back in six months down the line and be like, wow, like that was so silly. Why did you choose to share that? You know? But I I think there's something that there's something to be said about knowing how to hold yourself accountable and to constantly be growing and admitting your mistakes, accepting responsibility, learning from them and moving forward in a very progressive path. But at the same time, you know, you can acknowledge where you've been without feeling ashamed, I guess. And I do feel a little bit ashamed, especially that I spent so many years of my youth, literally just scared to eat certain things or to look at, I don't know, like I wanted to look a certain way so badly for so long because I felt like, oh, that's what, The magazines look like, and that's what I need to look like, and blah, 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 blah. Sorry, I'm coughing a bunch. And sometimes I think, gosh, I wish I would have started my channel sooner. Like, I always have that thought that I should have started in high school, I should have started even in college, you know, and I was always really scared to do so. That's kind of why I waited so long, at least after graduation, because I didn't want to go into my math class one day and someone's like, hey, I saw your YouTube video and get made fun of. That's the honest to God answer. But anyways, I always wish I started my channel earlier, but in some ways, I'm actually really grateful that I waited around because I I wonder if I was in this same niche and if I chose to share so much of my health and fitness journey online on such a public platform, reaching audiences that I would have never reached in my typical life. Otherwise, I wonder if I would have been doing more harm than good if I was somebody that fell into the trap of listening to these really toxic societal uh, guidelines or tips whatever you know because I was just reading magazines and I was being told that this is good and that's bad etc I wonder if I would have had a lot of regret like looking back on the videos that I made as a young girl because even now I can look back at certain things I've made and have been like wow I maybe you shouldn't have done that like I, I want to take that down etc but I'm also really proud of the growth that I've made like this past year or so because here I am for honestly one of the first times in my life, finally in a place where I don't feel trapped. I don't feel suffocated. I feel like I am enjoying summer, at least, you know, to its fullest extent at the moment. But I feel like I'm finally trying to enjoy myself in summer and not constantly be thinking about how my body looks at every time of the day or how I'm looking when I'm doing this or or what I'm going to look like in these pair of shorts and I shouldn't buy this dress because it will show my legs or it'll show my arms, etc. I'm finally just feeling like I'm freed from that mindset of only thinking about aesthetics. And for me, like that is just leaps and bounds of progress that I've feel like I haven't made in so long, you know? Like I've always been stuck in that trapped mentality that I have to look a certain way and this is one of the first times in my life where I don't feel like that so that to me is incredible progress and I can tell you wholeheartedly I did not feel that way when I first started my channel and I am I'm really proud of how far I've come but I know I still have a long way to go so I appreciate comments like the one that was left on my video that you know are kind of holding me accountable but i also think it's it's so tricky because you share so much of yourself online and at one moment in time maybe i shared some certain thought that i thought was the end all be all like oh yep yeah, i think this recipe is perfect i want to share it and i think it's fantastic and a few years down the line i learned that one certain thing i used was weird or you you get the point like something just kind of gets stamped in time as truth and, you know, we can hold on to that as an audience of a creator. And it's hard to sometimes let creators grow out of what you know them as. I think I always think about that with Emma Chamberlain really randomly. But she's a creator that got very, very famous at a very young age. And I want to say she started making her first videos when she was like 16, 17, super, super young. And people fell in love with her just vibrant and funny and dare I say it quirky personality at that age and then she kind of had this honestly like grow up like little bit of maturity moment where she just started to get older you know like she just basically grew up and people were like oh Emma's different she changed she moved to LA like blah 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 and maybe that's true to some extent but Honestly, I think the fact of the matter is nobody is the same as they were when they were 16, 17 compared to the, I think, 20 year old that she is now. You know, it would be weird if she was acting the exact same as she did four years ago. So it's kind of strange because in our minds we hold on to the Emma that we used to know and we think, oh my gosh, like that, that was her prime, like those were the best videos, et cetera. But we're only inhibiting her as a creator and as a person, if we're constantly saying, you know, you've changed and the old Emma's better, whatever. And I think, I mean, obviously I don't know her and I'm I'm going into that like paraso going into that parasocial relationship sort of thing again. But you can be really proud of her and the progress that she's made and the person that she's become, you know, for maturing the way that she has and handling that Many millions of subscribers in the way that she has. And it would be really, really sad and weird if she was still the same person that we fell in love with four years ago. You know, like, yes, she's still the same, but she's grown and for the better. That's what I'm trying to say. Now I'm starting to put my foot in my mouth, but I digress. I just, I think it's important to just always be cognizant of what I share and how I share it and being very aware of the impact that it has on audiences of all ages. Like I have really young subscribers. I have very old subscribers, subscribers my age, you know, so it's always important to, to just know the impact that everything I share has and the lasting impact that it has. And whether I know it or not, I could say one thing that could just stick with you and it could resonate with you. And then you could be making a TikTok about me and all the little things that, Coming to your brain when you do X, Y, or Z activity. That was a really, was a really niche reference, and I don't even think I, you know, fully executed it correctly. But here we are. So yes, this is, uh, this is me just taking a little bit more accountability for recognizing the, the influence that I have. And I know that sounds cheesy because I don't, I don't want to say that I'm an influencer because I'm not. But I think it's just, it's important to realize the widespread message that everything I share can have. So that's my, my little moment for today. And my voice is starting to really hurt. I might need to wrap this up quickly because I didn't realize it was going to be so painful right now. But um, this is being recorded right before the 4th of July weekend. And that honestly just literally took me back to me one year ago exactly where if you want, you can go back and listen to it, but I recorded a podcast talking about 4th of July. I talked about how much anxiety 4th of July weekend always brings me and how it's constantly my least favorite holiday. And this year, I'm actually not, I'm not really doing much for 4th of July. Keith and I are actually going to be on a plane. We're taking a little trip for the first time in literally forever, and it's kind of a celebration of him and his new job. So congrats to Keith. Um, I'll, I'll show you updates I'll tell you don't worry more about it but yeah anyways I I remember s- distinctly recording that episode sitting in my closet in my room talking about how I hate this holiday. It's always brought me so much anxiety because all you think about is what bathing suit to wear and what people you're gonna be around and how they might judge you and how you feel in your clothes and comparing yourself to whomever and it's so beyond sad to think of what mental state I was in back then but being so proud of how far I've come since then like that's a good example of positive growth you know like showing how unhealthy my mindset was then so focused on just my body and picking it apart and not even appreciating it and not recognizing all that it does for me like that was where I was. One year ago now, and I also remember distinctly having a really really bad panic attack, like probably one of the worst I've ever had in my entire life before I was supposed to go to see some friends and It was horrible, like just horrible, and I don't even know if there was this distinctive moment that kind of like set me off but If that is you and you're feeling like that, like this holiday, or even if it's not a holiday for you, if you're not in America, just if you have that kind of experience anytime this summer, know that things get better and that you can push past whatever it is that you're feeling in this moment. And even though you might feel like your problems are just absolutely spilling, you know, over you and that's the only thing that is on your mind it's just consuming you in every way know that things get better and that you will get past this and be so proud of how far you've come and the progress that you've made and think of constantly where you want to be and how you can slowly shift your mindset to be so beyond proud of yourself and proud of your body and all that it does for you and all that it Allows you to do every single day. Think about that. And hopefully that will help you just give yourself a little bit of peace of mind and a a lot, a lot, a lot of grace. But either way, I really hope that you have a wonderful and safe holiday weekend if you are celebrating. And if you are not, I still hope you have a wonderful and safe holiday weekend. It's really strange to think it's even a holiday weekend because honestly, it doesn't feel like it's July. It doesn't feel like it's summer. It doesn't feel like Things are still, you know, progressing as a summer season would, but here we are. Um, Stay safe. I love you all. I'm sorry I'm ending this early. I just, I feel like I need to go chug some tea. Wow. Just wow. But um, thank you for listening and just always allowing me the chance to be myself and to grow in front of you and with you and for not, I guess... Holding it against me, you know, for allowing me to just be a better person every single day and to be better than the day I was before because like I mentioned, I could look at this in six months and be like, wow, like I was totally wrong that was that's just not correct but I really really appreciate just the amount of respect that I feel like is very mutual here. So I love you so much uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, please subscribe. Give this video a big thumbs up and comment down below mm, maybe one thing that you're proud of that you have learned in the past year or so, or like one thing that you are so proud that you have unlearned. Like for me, the stinking egg yolks, like girl, eat your egg yolks. I mean, seriously. Uh, and if you're listening as a podcast, Apple podcasts, Spotify, whatever, um, Give give me a five-star review if you prefer or maybe a four-star for this raspy voice pod. I'm so stinking sorry. I'm going to have some tea. I literally don't know what's happening. Like I feel fine otherwise. It's just sometimes it's the voice. Uh, I'm going to get some rest. It's, oh, it's midnight. Oh, we love you all. We, me and everybody else here. Me and the, the party of one in the office. Thank you so much for listening and watching. I love you all so stinking much. Have a safe weekend. I love you to you next week. We, we will talk next week. Maybe I should just talk like this. It's an ASMR